This morning we are looking at Mark chapter 9, verses 30 to 50. So if you want to be turning there in your Bibles, there should be a Bible on your table if you don't have one, or a Mark's Gospel. Uh, Mark chapter 9, uh, verses 30 and 50. If you've got a church Bible, that's on page uh, 1013. And uh, Nick. As Ben says, it's uh, from the book of Mark, chapter 9, verses 30 to 50. They left that place and passed through Galilee. Jesus did not want anyone to know where they were, because he was teaching his disciples. He said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after three days he will rise. But they did not understand what he meant, and were afraid to ask him about it. They came to Capernaum. When he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the road? But they kept quiet because on the way they had argued about who was the greatest. Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. He took a little child whom he placed among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. Teacher, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said, for no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Truly, I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name, because you belong to the Messiah, will certainly not lose their reward. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it will be better for them if a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than with two hands to go into hell, where the fire never goes out. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and to be thrown into hell, where the worms that eat them do not die and the fire is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt among yourselves and be at peace with one another. Brilliant. Thanks, Nick. Uh, Okay, pick your Bibles open there. I'm going to ask for God's help uh, as we look at that together. So let's uh, let's pray, shall we? Father, thank you so much for this morning. Thank you uh, for all that Jesus has done for us. And we pray, Father, as we, we meet here this morning, we would know that for ourselves and that we would live in light of that as well, that we would seek to serve others 
and to serve you and put others before ourselves, just as you have done for us. Please, Father, would you give us ears to hear and eyes to see for your glory. Amen. Now, um, we have been looking at Mark's Gospel together, and we have seen that Jesus is the... Can anybody tell me Jesus is the... Well done, Joel. Jesus is the king. Brilliant. Now, I don't know what you think of kings or queens, uh, but usually they are seen as really, really strong, like uh, this. What's this? Can anyone tell me? Lion! Well done, Joel. You are right in there, aren't you? It's a lion. Can anyone tell me which lion it is? Uh, yes, thanks, Paul. It is Aslan. So they're really strong like this, uh, or uh, they're really powerful like this queen. Who's this? Go on, Abby, I can see that you, you know the answer. Go on, go for it. Elsa. Elsa, that's right. Really powerful or really important, like this queen. Who's this? Go on, Grace. Queen Elizabeth, the queen of our country. Fantastic. Now, we have seen that Jesus is all of these things. We've seen that he's really strong and he's really powerful and he's really important. But in this bit of Mark's gospel, we've been seeing that Jesus is trying to tell his friends... Uh, that he's going to do something that kings don't normally do. Something that makes him a really special king. So here's the first thing we see this morning, that Jesus is not just the king, but he's a king who came to... Yeah, he came to the cross. He came to die. Brilliant. So here's the first thing we see this morning, and if you're, if you're taking notes, you can jot this down, that Jesus is the king who came to die. Jesus is the king who came to die. Now, Jesus tells his friends that this is what will happen to him whilst they're walking along a path together. So just have a look at what he says to them in uh, verse 31. He says, The Son of Man, that's him, is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after three days he will rise again. Now, when Jesus calls himself the Son of Man, it means that he is God's special king, the most important king and powerful king that's ever lived. And yet he says here that they are going to kill him. So he's the king who came to die. But the thing is, his death isn't a normal one. Uh, it says here that he will be delivered into the hands of men. And the Bible tells us that that was a way, when somebody was delivered into the hands of men, they were going to be punished by God. Now, Jesus didn't deserve that. He was God's son. He was perfect in every way. And so as he goes to die and is punished by God, he must be taking the punishment for us. Now, who wants to, who wants to come up here and, and help me uh, share that? I'll tell you what. Uh, why don't we have... Um, let me think. Bethany, why don't you come out here? Now, uh, I need to tell you that uh, Bethany, come on Bethany, quick, quick, quick. Bethany has been really, really rude to me this morning. She's been awful. Her words have been terrible. And um, so, Bethany, what I'm going to do is I'm going to punish you by cracking an egg over your head. Is that okay? Mum and Dad, is that all right? Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, so I, I'm going to do that uh, uh, for you. Um, I'm going to crack this over your head. You deserve that, but... What if there was some kind person like Stephen Robinson 
who offered, who loved you so much that he was going to put himself before you and come out and, and, and take it instead. Oh no, don't do it Bethany. I'm coming out. I'll take it. Brilliant. There you go. So he go, you deserve this punishment. You deserve this punishment, Bethany. But instead, Robinson, he loves you so much that we'll... Um, oh. Didn't quite anticipate that going everywhere. Uh, like, uh, Steve, can I just have that, please, mate? Like, the egg. No, the towel. <laughs> like, like, can have the egg if you want. Yeah, there you go. Uh, brilliant. Now, you see, that's what Jesus did. Now, of course, he didn't take an egg. He didn't, that, that's, that's nothing, really. He didn't take an egg. He took, he took God's anger at our sin. We deserved it. And this king who came to die for us, he put us before himself he said I love you so much that I'm going to take God's anger instead uh, of you he said your lives matter to me so much that I'm going to put you first now that's such a good thing that's such good news for us because actually if we trust in Jesus it means we can know God forever but what we see in this morning's passage is that if we follow this king we need to be like this king uh, this is the big thing that we see this morning. Um, okay, to follow Jesus, to follow King Jesus means, just as he did, putting others first. To follow King Jesus means putting others first. So, following Jesus, we've seen the King who came to die, following him will mean putting others first. Now, that doesn't mean that we have to go and die on a cross as he did. Okay, instead, it's about how we think about other people. And we see this morning, it means three things for us, to put other people first, three things for us. The first thing we see, and this is the second thing we see this morning, is it means that we need to serve others. We need to serve others. That's what, uh, to follow Jesus, to put others first, means we need to serve others. Now, Jesus' friends were not doing uh, this very well. Instead, they were arguing. Now, who has ever had an argument like this one, where you're saying, I want the toy, and somebody else is saying, no, no, I want the toy, and the other one is saying, no, I want the toy. Who's ever argued like that at home at all? Come on, everybody here should have their hands up. Oh, I know you have, uh, son. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we, we, we do that all the time, don't we? And Jesus' friends were arguing. Uh, they weren't arguing over a toy, but they were arguing for the very same reason. Have a look at verse uh, 34 uh, here. They had argued about who was the greatest. Now, there are 12 of them, and each of them was saying, look, I'm the most important, I'm the most important, me, 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 I want to be the most important. And actually, when we think about it, that's the reason we always argue, isn't it? Uh, it's because we think we're the most important rather than the other people around us. You know, surely I should have the toy because I'm the greatest. I'm the most important. Give me the toy. Um, now, it doesn't happen just at home. Really, sadly, that happens at church as well sometimes. And so what does Jesus do? He sits down and he calls his friends over and he says, look, the way to be most important is not to argue and to think you're the most important. Actually, it's to serve. You see there, verse uh, 35, he says, anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. They must serve 
other people. Now that means to say, look, actually, you have the toy. Now the way to do that is to stop wanting to be important and to think of others as more important to you, just as Jesus does. That's what Jesus means when he says uh, that we need to be the very last. Um, it's to say, you're more important than I am. But Jesus doesn't just teach them this. He shows them it as well. He takes this little child, he puts it in the middle of them. Now, children weren't seen as very important at all. They're the most unimportant people. And Jesus picks up the child and loves him and treats the child as if they were the most important person there. And then he says to his friends, look, uh, uh, verse 37, he says, whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. That's what it means to follow Jesus, to serve just like him, just as he thought of us as more important than himself. Uh, so important that he died for us. Actually, we're to think of others as more important than ourselves, even if they don't seem very important. So, let's have a go at this. Okay, I've got some biscuits here. Who wants to come and help me eat biscuits? Grace, Abby, why don't you come up? Anyone else? Come on then, Joel. Great. You come and stand. Actually, you come and stand over here because there's some egg over there. Come here, Gracie. Brilliant. Come on then, Joel. You come up the front. Okay. Now, look. If we, uh, if we uh, 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 thought that our tummies are the most important thing, okay, and we all wanted to eat the biscuits, we all say, me, 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 what would happen, do you think? Go on, Grace. Yeah, you would you, be fighting over them, wouldn't you? But who, do, who, who out of you wants to serve? Instead of kind of saying, me, 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 I want to be the most important, who wants to serve these? Me. Go for it, Joel. Right. You take the plate, don't eat them. Now, to serve, Jesus says you've got to think of other people as more important. Other people's tummies here is more important than your own tummy. So if you think that Grace's tummy is more important, what are you going to do with the biscuit? Oh, you're not going to eat it, mate. You are going to. You're going to. If you think Grace's tummy is more important than yours, you're going to give Grace the biscuit first, aren't you? Yeah. Go for it. You offer her the biscuit. Well done. And can you offer Abby one as well? Brilliant. And I tell you what, why don't you go and offer some others uh, as well on that table? Because I can see that they are dying for a biscuit. Well done, mate. Well done. Why don't we give her a big round of applause? Brilliant. Now you see, Joel thought, okay, Grace's tummy is more important, Stephen's tummy is more important than mine, so they can have the biscuit instead of me. That's what it means uh, to serve. Now he, that might mean he's last, he might get a biscuit last, he might not get a biscuit at all. But Jesus says that's the way to be first, that's the way to follow him. And we can follow Jesus uh, in, in, in all kinds of ways. Uh, to do that, we can, we, can, you know, we can take that idea and do that in any situation, anywhere, anytime. So we might think, actually, my mum and dad's time is more important than mine, so I'm going to tidy my room instead of them. Or we might think, actually, it's really important this person knows Jesus, so we make friends with someone at school, even though they're hard to talk to. Or we might get up early to, to come here and make tea and coffee because we think somebody else's laying is more important than, than mine. Or we might spend time... Pre Thank you very much, mate. Uh, we, we might um, 
uh, spend time praying for people, or we might uh, read the Bible with them because we think it's really important that um, my, my spare time is less important than this person knowing Jesus. In almost anything we can do, we can serve others. Now, the problem is that sometimes we can do these things not because we really think that others are more important, because actually we want to look most important. And so we need to do the second thing that Jesus says, not just serve others, but also, here's the third thing, let others serve. Let others serve. That's the third thing we see this morning. This is what it means to follow Jesus, to let others serve. So one of Jesus' friends called John tells Jesus about a man they saw walking down the road and have a look at what um, he uh, says to him in verse uh, 38. It says, Teacher said, John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. You see, this man was doing something amazing. He was driving out demons. He was doing it in Jesus' name, so he wanted to serve Jesus. But because he wasn't one of their group, he told him, do you see there, told him to stop. You see, Jesus' friends wanted to be important so much that even when they serve, they want to be the only ones who can do it. Uh, They want others to stop. Now look at what Jesus says to them in verse 39. He says, don't stop him, for no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me, for whoever is not against us is for us. You see, Jesus is saying, look, he might not be part of our little group, but he's still trying to serve me. We're we're on the same side. They're for us. And that's the case for anyone who serves Jesus, no matter how big or small the thing they do. Uh, Jesus says in verse 41 that whoever gives me a cup of water in my name is serving me. And if that's the case, we are to let them serve. We are to let others serve. So Jesus is saying to his friends, look, serving me is a bit like being on one of these. Why don't you just take a moment, okay, uh, 20 seconds, and in a moment you tell me what, what, uh, what teams these are, okay? 20 seconds just to talk about yourselves. What have we got? Okay, who wants to tell me what got up here? What, what are the different, uh, different teams we've got? Anyone at all? What's the top one? Go on, Joel. Yeah, people in boats. They're rowing, aren't they? Yeah, brilliant. So we've got some rowers. Who else have we got? Go for Abby. Basketball. Well done. Yeah, and go on. um, uh, Why have I forgotten your name? Bethany. Sorry. Go on, Bethany. Sorry? Hockey. Brilliant. Yeah, hockey as well. Fantastic. Now, look, the point is, all these people, they're on the same team and uh, you know the people playing basketball they're all on the same side Uh, so take rowing for example can you imagine if one of those guys in there said to the other people around him stop rowing stop rowing i want you to stop because he wanted to do it all of himself that's that's really silly isn't it he wants to be the most important so he tells everybody to stop rowing that's just silly you know, it might be like, like we, we take the biscuits and we're saying, I want to be the only one to serve these biscuits. I want to be the only one to serve these biscuits. No one else can do it. You know, it, it, it's like that. That's what Jesus' friends are doing here. And Jesus saying, actually, 
all you're doing is trying to be the most important again. Now Jesus takes that really serious. So to stop someone serving Jesus, to make them think less of him. And he says this to them, uh, causes them to stumble in verse 42. Uh, he says, if anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them if a large millstone were hung around the neck and they were thrown into the sea. You see, if it's better that we die than to stop others serving, then to follow Jesus, to put others first, means we need to let others serve. Even if we serve in the same way, even if they serve in a way that's better uh, than us, uh, or, or, or what they're doing, the same job, it, it, they do it better than us. Now, the only way we can do that, the only way that we can really put each other first, and we can serve and we can let others serve, is actually if we serve Jesus. It's the last thing we see this morning, that we need to serve Jesus sacrificially. We need to serve Jesus sacrificially. Okay, last thing uh, here this morning. So if we're only ever wanting to be the most important people, then we're not treating Jesus as the king that he really is. Now Jesus calls that sin, or he calls it stumbling. So rather than following him, we're kind of stumbling over ourselves, trying to be the most important. And Jesus says, look, uh, actually, uh, you need to serve me. That's what he's trying to say in these verses. Just have a look at this. Uh, in Mark 9, verse 43, it says, If your hand causes you to stumble, uh, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than with two hands going to hell, where the fire never goes out. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell. Now look, it's really important to say, uh, if you go home and you find yourself this afternoon uh, trying to be the most important, saying, I want the toy, I want the toy, you do not need to take a knife and cut your hand off. Please, please don't, absolutely don't do that. That, that, won't, that won't get rid of your sin, it won't cause the problem. What Jesus is, is saying here is that it's more important to live for Jesus and not yourself, even if that's really sacrificial. That means even if it's really hard and you lose something that's really important to you. So to serve Jesus might mean that you, you do lose the biscuits. You actually give them to everybody else. Or it might mean that you lose friends as you, as you tell them about Jesus. It might mean that actually you're, not, you're seen as not a very important person at all. But you see, if these things stop Jesus being the most important thing, it's better to lose them now than to go into hell, which is a real place where we know God's anger forever. We need to live for him. We need to serve him sacrificially. Now, it's important to say, look, the, the, the point is that it's not that if we do that really well, we try hard enough, we kind of get ourselves out of hell. Jesus is the one who saves us from God's anger by taking it on the cross, as we saw. Instead, serving Jesus sacrificially just shows that we are following him. Uh, it shows that he's served us, and now we think 
that actually he's the most important thing. That's why Jesus says in the verse, first half of verse 50, um, uh, he says, have salt among yourselves. Now, that seems a bit weird, doesn't it? So Jesus is not saying, so here's, here's, a, here's a tub of salt. He's not saying you need to sprinkle this all over yourselves. He's not saying you need to put it on every table. Actually, what, what he's saying is in the Old Testament, salt was used to show that something or someone belonged to God. And that's what Jesus is saying. As we sacrificially serve Jesus, we show that we belong to Jesus, uh, that we have salt among ourselves, that we're serving him, that he's the most important person in our lives, even when it costs us. And do you see that the, what that does in, in verse 50? Uh, we have salt among ourselves, and actually we're at peace with each other. Uh, you see, as Jesus is the most important person for each one of us, as each of us serve him, we stop, we stop being the most important, we stop arguing, and instead we can serve each other and we can let each other serve. Let's pray together. Father, thank you that Jesus came to die for us. Thank you that he put himself before us. Uh, sorry, put, put us before himself. We praise you for that. And we pray that we would do the same. Please help us in this church and at home and in this community uh, to put others first to serve them, to let them serve, and above all, to serve you, even when it costs us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, we've got uh, uh, just an opportunity, if you, if you want to ask a question, or uh, a comment, or you want to say something about what's been said, uh, now, we have a time for that. And before we do that, we've just got a chance to kind of talk on our tables about what's been said, about the passage we've looked at, now, if you don't want to talk at all, if you just want to kind of uh, stare out the window or you just want to keep quiet, that's absolutely fine. You can do that. Uh, it's not a problem at all. Um, uh, if you'd like to talk about something else, that's fine as well. But uh, now's a good opportunity. If you want to talk about a passage, do that with the people next to you and around you, and uh, then we'll have some discussion time. All right, so a couple of minutes. Megan. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's. Um, I mean, we're not told what the reward is. I think the point he's making is: look, so anybody who, who does that kind of thing in my name actually um, is serving me, and therefore belongs to me. And I guess that's their reward. So you could go back, can't you, to verse thirty-seven? Do you see anybody who um, is uh, putting others before themselves welcomes me, Jesus, and welcomes the Father? And in one sense, that's the greatest thing you can receive. Now, of course, the Bible then does talk about us, about rewards in heaven that are different for each one of us. So I guess you can't discount that, but I guess what he's saying is um, that it, it, this is this, even if somebody does the littlest thing in Jesus' name, actually, that's a mark of their salvation. That's, that's them receiving God's, yeah. Does, does, that, does that help? Um,